This episode was recorded while everybody is in quarantine. Hopefully the quality isn't so terrible that you can't listen to it. Yeah, like Bodhi says, you get what you get. (laughs) Good luck. Welcome to Danger Dames, an expansive tale of adventures in the apocalypse. Test your mettle as you join three women surviving the maelstrom. I challenge you to single combat. She says, so when I pull your skeleton from your skin, what does Ula get? Killed your sister! Ula's jaw sort of locks. No, Snow, I will not fight you. I'll fight that one. Your blood will pull from your body the same as it did your sister. Where were we? Aether was going to uh, kill Snow and take her place, is, is what I would call from the... Aether was getting armor from Queensman because she helped pray for her earlier. Here was my thought as I accepted this stupid challenge. I walked into it with, killed your sister, ha ha ha, because I'm a boaster and a braggart, and I couldn't help myself. And then I wasn't going to look weak in front of these people who think that I'm a hero and savior of their town. I can't look bad. Yeah, like, I assume it's all part of her mental illness, right? This this deep, deep narcissism that prevents her from, like, humanizing with yeah. other people. But the last thing I'm going to do is bow out. All right. So... Am I going to run away? I'm going to look like a fucking fool, and that's going to destroy all of the effort I've put in into buddying up with these people. Okay. I assume that's what it was. I just kind of wanted to do a little table chatter just to make sure that we were making space for all of us to play. Well, that's where I'm at. And I don't know. I obviously need backup, but I don't know how that's going to go. Because I want Snow to do defend my honor. Please defend my honor. Well, but you made it a lot okay. harder because, to be fair, so this is not a, like, one-on-one challenge where Snow's going to stand behind you while you and Ula fight, and then she can come in. There are 40, 50 something uh horde members standing around you while you fight the, this lady and if it goes poorly then snow's gonna have to make her way through those people to get to you to save you which is totally possible but it's not the same thing as like snow can't like swoop in on a hang glider and <laughs> kick some ass yeah she's not kite man right <laughs> uh no you you come up with a plan to save my life thank you please uh i don't know if the horde does seconds, right? Like, I don't know if that's a thing amongst them. Well, we know something about a Jackabaka. We don't know what a Jack. No, but like a, a champion. Yeah. If she can call you as her champion, if she thinks she's the queen, uh, she's dethroned Jolene suddenly, uh, if she can call that kind of thing. You're such a fucking loudmouth, Aether. I hate it. I think it would be pretty obvious to you that, uh, Ula was not super into the idea of fighting one-to-one. Like, she doesn't really care about being honorable or anything like that, but she wants to yeah. kill the person who killed her sister, right? The only reason the only reason she was like, yeah, I'm in for one-on-one combat. Let me snap that little girl in half. That was her sure. thought process. Which, to clarify, as far as, like, table chatter, probably you could have convinced her to do one-on-one combat, but uh, Aether left in there with the- No heads to the bar. I'm not a little Sometimes. girl. I'm a sexy-ass woman. Yeah, I mean, but she's huge. <laughs> she's, she's yeah, she's giant. seven feet tall, three hundred fifty pounds. Got a like a fucking log for a spear. She's she's a beast. Good luck with that, Aether. You and your spawn cloak. Like, not to make it numbers like D and D, but think about it in hit points. How many hit points she got? How many hit points can you hit? 
Well, and she fundamentally has less hit points than you guys, right? Like, as far as damage works, NPCs take less damage than non-NPCs, but, uh... I mean, Aether did kill her sister. I mean, this is kind of like Dorothy. Is Aether Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so... Yeah, this interaction broke broke Snow a little bit. So she's heading to the bar. I'm going to gather armor. Yeah, Bodhi, uh, as she passes Aether, as Aether's going to go whatever with some armor, I'm like, you fucked up, sis. And I just point at her. And I find go to find Snow. Y'all fucked up. You don't care about these people? Are you yelling that at Bodhi? No. Okay, I am a wuss, if nothing else. Okay. <laughs> Um, so you're going to try to get, so here's the way it works. You, you could try to manipulate them if you wanted to, to give you some armor. Yeah. But they're not going to just freely give you their gear. Okay. Yes. I'm going to go in. I'm going to speak. I'm, I can identify the ones that were praying with me. Um, so I'm going to walk in. I'll look at. Well, and let's clarify. So you keep saying praying, but like, what are you praying to? Because these people are not particularly religious. There's no church. I mean, you got to think it's 50 years removed from humanity. So they're not going to, to, you know, the Baptist church every Sunday. Like, so when you say praying, what do you mean? It's mostly we got in a circle. We were chanting loudly for her health, well-being, and a full recovery. Right. But chanting to who? So who does Aether believe exists in some other who does Aether think it's going to help, right? Because as far as my logic right now, I'm thinking they're like, I don't, singing isn't going to make her better. We need a doctor. So maybe you convince them, but so what is it that Aether, like, believes in that's going to magically restore this person to health? Because these people do not have an innate religion. So I will convince them that there is a great healing spirit for when you do not have a doctor and that is who you pray to. It's not all the time do we have doctors and we didn't earlier. I just wanted her to be filled with praise and encouragement and be able to make a full recovery from our thoughts and prayers. Do you tap the maelstrom to do that? Do you like draw some like weird energy into the space? No, I think she's just lying. I'm not being honest. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, here, here's my thing. I think maybe some of them slide into that with you, but I think without, if you wanted to make an intentional role to convince them that there's some kind of magical force, I don't think they necessarily believe it. Maybe they'll participate in your thing just because you're a likable person and they're around you, but I don't think any of them are sitting around thinking, I've got to pray to the Sky Beaver about healing my friend, right? Uh, because they waited until a doctor came and the doctor did heal their friend and put their friend back out. I'll convince them. Well, you don't have to. I'm just asking, I mean... Because no. your main goal is just to get some armor, right? So this is like a side tangent thing. You just kept saying praying. So it's up to you whether or not you really want to pursue converting these people to a religion you just made up. Converting them. That's what I choose. Okay. Sure. But that's not your role to get armor thing. I do. know. Okay. So you need to say how you're going to convince these people. Um, or you need to say like why they should believe you and what you want them to believe. And then you can make a role to manipulate someone. Do you have full revival tent going on, my love? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, the more they believe me, the more they'll support me. Yeah, that's how it goes. Pass the plate. Yep. Um, 
So yes, I am going to try and convince them to convert to this spirituality. And the reason that they will go along with it is because the doctor came because I prayed. The doctor didn't come from anyone else. I am the reason. The the spirituality is the reason. I fucking risked my life for the doctor. You pray. You're, you're not. So we're not there. We're getting drunk in I'm the bar. Let her have her moment. It's fine. Sure. So go ahead and make your seduce or manipulate. Yes. Yeah. There's only a group of like three of these. Um, like Marines who are just interested enough in you to like hang around while you're doing this. I mean, but they'll spread the word about spirituality. Maybe. I got a 10. So yeah. Okay. I think they're staring at your tits, babe. What? They're probably just staring at your tits. Like, uh-huh, sure. sure. Like you do it so, like those college meetings where like the Christian girl's like, hey, do you want to come to this meeting on campus? Sure. Sure, sis. I am full. I fully believe in this. Sure. So yeah, fine. You you do, you're able to convince a handful of them, like three or four of them, that there's some sort of mystical property that helped to heal preen. Okay, and so now that they believe in myth, we'll just call it mysticism. Now that they believe in mysticism, I need to borrow armor, and I need them to pray for me. Yeah, you're still gonna have to try to seduce or manipulate them. You can also pay for it. A lot of work to just try to get some freaking armor. <laughs> I love it though. She's like, here's some Joan of Arc shit, right? Yeah. So you're still gonna have to seduce or manipulate. You can always just spend a barter to act as if you had seduced or manipulated with a 10 plus. No. So you can just pay them. I'm gonna seduce or manipulate. I'm great at it. Um, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull one of them aside. And I say, I, I spoke. The guiding light gave me a vision earlier today that I would need to be the hero. And I want to help save these people. And I want to help these people. And in doing so, I'll need to prepare for the greatest battle of my life and yours. (laughs) All right, so make a roll. (laughs) A 10. Sure. So yeah, they give you, I have a plus three, so I'm pretty like I believe in myself. Yeah. So they give you, they give you like a riot helmet and like a vest, so it's worth two armor. Yes. So does she put it on under her cloak or over her coat or whatever cloak coat whatever? Under. I'm trying to look damn good. So you're gonna wear the cloak out there. Yeah. Uh, okay. My vanity doesn't go away. I need to go see the nurse now. I need to go see Visage. Visage is not in the um, thing. So, in fact, when the two of you show up at the bar, everyone else is outside, right? They're, like, uh, chattering and watching the thing. But uh, Visage is sitting at the bar. She's sort of undone a lot of her, like, traveling leathers. Um, so she's basically just sitting in, like, like a tank top where you can see that the, these tattoos basically go all the way up her arms and kind of start to come up her neck a little bit. And she's sitting there drinking out of, like, a little tin cup. Her hair is down now, and it's pretty long. It falls like kind of to the middle of her back. It's just dark hair. And you can also see now that uh, not just is she covered in tattoos, but she just has a ton of tiny little like nicks and cuts and scratches and just scars all over her arms and her hands. Same as her face. So she just covered like head to toe in scars. And she's sitting at the bar drinking. I uh, 
slide into the stool next to her, and I'm like, I think I owe you one, Doc. Does um, you, you, your friend paid for it, uh, but I won't turn down a drink. And she uh, she pushes a little tin cup back, empty, and you know the bartender like pours another cup of grog. <laughs> Are you gonna hang around to dig the graves tomorrow? She um she sort of looks back outside of the uh, the tent, like the out of the building where they made the drag, and she's like um. I don't think so. Uh, I'll probably uh, wait until things get pretty hectic and uh, slip on out the back. You know, someone like you could find a safe haven. She's so, like, I'm not into the whole sisterhood cult thing. It's like, I appreciate the offer, but uh, I've got my own stuff going on. Well, and, I'm um, like, clearly. The bartender, you know, he pours another cup and she sort of offers it to you and... Um, Takes a drink. I'm assuming Snow's there as well. Yeah, yeah, right? Well, Snow's sitting in the corner by herself. Sure. Snow pals. It's yeah. okay. Snow, Snow's allowed to pout. That's That was a lot. This is sort of, um, she, she looks you up and down and says, so uh, why are you still here? For the fun of it, right? You see, she sort of brings her hand up to this like long scar that cuts across her forehead. You can see that the like skin is kind of pinkish where it never quite healed right. And she says, uh, it's not going to be all that much fun when uh, your friends are out there screaming and dying. What else is there, though? Have you found anything different? Especially in your line of work. She says, look, she's, um, she kind of puts her hand over her cup and she says, look, I, uh, I'm a fan of screaming and dying as much as anybody else, but uh, I'd prefer if it wasn't me. And um, yeah, she just sort of stares for a long time into her drink. Are you from around here? <laughs> is anyone from anywhere in this fucking place? And she kind of dresses uh, like the big, goofy, like painted dragon head. And... <laughs> Bodhi gets really serious, though. And she's like, yeah, if you want to be. You can choose not to be, but like, you can, right? Like, that's what this is all about. Like, you're just choosing your own fucking destiny. And uh, she, again, she sort of turned, this time she like turns totally around on her stool and she kind of like pulls you along. And she like points out to the uh, like the smoke, and you can still see even from inside the drag, you can see like across the grove, out over the to the trees of the timbers. And she says, "Look, doesn't matter where you go. That's everybody's fucking destiny. And I plan to stay as far away from mine as I can." Can't run forever. I get really serious, and I lean into her, and I'm like, "I just can't take it home, and I have nowhere else to go." She uh, turns back and she, she downs the rest of her cup and she puts it back down. And she says, I don't either. And she pushes the cup away and uh, stands up to leave the drag. I let her go. And I laugh across. I'm like, Snow. <laughs> Snow. You know how she is. I can't help her this time. Are you going to let her go out there? And I, uh, I wave the bartender over and try to get a bottle and to run over there with her. Sure. Yeah. Because uh, Bodhi's getting shit-faced, <laughs> as always. Um, Might as well. Yeah. Uh, so I lean in and I'm like, as ridiculous as you two are, you're going to let her go die? You know that was dumb luck. I don't, I don't know what to do now. Like, we were up against incredibly awful odds in the first place. I was willing to sacrifice myself to make this go away. I'm not willing to sacrifice her, but I don't know how to stop it. I don't, I have no idea how to stop it. And now I'm afraid we're all going to die. So cheers. 
Well, we just don't let her go. And then they come in. Oh, well, eventually. But, like, we don't let her go. She seems awfully determined to go, though. (laughs) She does for some reason. Well, what if she does show up, right? What are you suggesting? Are you going to kidnap me? I think that... I think that there should be single combat. I don't think it should be dum-dum. I can't just walk out there. She can. And she's giving a very knowing look to you. What's her most identifying feature? She would never let go of that coat. She's got to sleep sometime, sis. I sleep in it. We've established that. Yeah, and Snow sleeps next to you. No, she doesn't. She did last time. Not always. <laughs> Gotta get the coat off her. I sleep in it. I don't know. Like, Is it worth it? I don't know. I don't. You seem more choked up about it than anybody else. Is all I'm saying. I'm choked up about it because I might have been able to stop this. No, you could have. And now it would have worked. she's made it impossible. And... All these people will die. I mean, frankly, at this point, I'm almost ready to just run. And I don't like to run, but she's not going to win that. And then we still have to fight. Well, you know it's a game for her, right? I know it is. But these people's lives aren't a game. Get the coats, no. We can trap her here. I don't approve of this. On record. Well, we didn't approve of what you did either because it's always the worst, so it's fine. I, we're going to have to fuck you up a little bit, Aether. I love you, but we're going to have to fuck you up a little bit. Bodhi, I just don't know how I feel about it. Like, she clearly doesn't want to be helped. Why should I keep helping? We're not helping her. You just said the whole point was to save these people. You and I might have a fighting chance. She's going to be murdered instantly. You saw that big bitch. It's worth the, uh, it's worth the risk, I think. Otherwise, we do leave, right? Is that who you are, Snow? You gonna ditch these folks? No. no you built their hopes no. up over this last week. My girls, they believe in you. Uh, Jacob, is there a possibility of using insight with this? Um, I don't even know what insight does. When you're <laughs> able to go to someone for insight, ask them what they think your best course is, and the MC will tell you. If you pursue that course, take plus one to any roles you make in the pursuit. Yeah, totally. Is that that's not a basic move, is it? Is that a battle bait move? That's a peripheral move. Peripheral moves. Oh. Okay. Look, I got so many moves. Oh uh, yeah, 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 sure. I just saw All this right. one earlier. So. Yep. When you're able to go to someone for insight, ask them what they think your best course is. The MC will tell you. Yep. So who are you going to for insight? Uh, I guess she's got an idea, so I'm I'm asking her her insight on it. And you, uh, if you pursue this course, you get a plus one to any role you make in the pursuit. So I'm insight to her. But if you fuck it up, you get experience. How do you suggest I get the coat? It's one of two ways with her, right? (laughs) I'll be more than happy to fuck her up. Or you can do the other. Either way, there's going to be some fucking. No. Way to go, Captain Obvious. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I nullify any of your moves if we do that. Just as an FYI, that's what the Battle Babe does. But that's all show. Yeah. Not probably where I'm going to go with that. But I'm waiting on my 
master ceremonies. Oh, okay. So no, actually you can't use insight. No. So insight is a specific move that has to be unlocked by uh, Hocus with their followers. But you, I mean, you can literally do that. You just don't get the mechanical benefit. Oh. I don't need the mechanical benefit. I kind of just want to make sure this is good for the gameplay. I yeah, guess. yeah, totally. It's good, it's good um, for the gameplay. Like it, this is fun. I know, but every idea I've had this game has suddenly like gotten sideways. So I just making sure that <laughs> it's the apocalypse. It's all sideways. It's to be fair, at least in to be some of that is it has been Lydia, but it, it's the nature of apocalypse world that most plans get turned sideways. Sure. All right. So yeah, I guess you know what? Shit. Fine. I will try to pretend to be Aether. I will head to wherever Aether is. Well, how convenient! I'm coming there. Let's clarify, which plan does you agree to? Getting the coat. Well, yes, but Bodhi, Bodhi feels beholden to you, and she will do whatever you ask of her. So if you want me to fuck Aether up and take her coat, I will. No, it's got to be me. I'm going to finish my drink, and then I will go find Aether. Well, I'm trying to come there because I need to meet with Visage. Well, you would catch Visage. Visage is leaving, so you would catch her leaving. Yeah. Outside. Stop. So she doesn't. She doesn't stop and say anything to you. She's. <laughs> um. Stop. I have barter. I need you to put band aids on my wounds. I have two wounds. I need band aids. Oh yeah. Because so... they're very slight wounds, so I just need some light healing, some like herb. So in like between now and tomorrow morning, she's not going to be able to do anything for you. She can heal one. She can give you one tick off your arm. Not two. Um. But it's going to cost you one barter. No. Okay, I'll take it. But you have to pay her one barter. I know. I'm trying as best as I can to prepare for this. When uh, Aether comes in, I look at Snow for confirmation that she wants to do this. I nod. Like, <sighs> like I don't know what's going to work at this point, but like, she's going to die, and that's going to kill all of us. So I, I, start, I start laughing hysterically. I'm like, I'm going to go check on Foster, and uh, I think I'm going to go get fucked up. Uh, walk out. Before you leave, buddy, I'm going to go up to her and I'm going to be like, look at the armor I have. Look at the look at the wounds that are healing. I'm ready. I'm the so proud. I'm so proud of myself. To be fair, she gave you, like, some painkillers and, like, stitched up your, like, cuts and scrapes. She didn't, yeah. like use magic or anything. I know, but I'm so proud of myself for having done this. I'm so ready. Okay. Oh, she's like, This is a weird sentence. No, this is great, though. Like, she's so much. much. I'm so ready. I've done... I'm prepared. Bodhi is trying to fix her face as best she can, knowing that Preen and uh, Foster are like near death's door having just like bumped into the outdoors and here's Dum Dum with her fancy coat and her band-aid. She's like, uh-huh. And my armor. And I created a whole religion. Do you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Because the priestesses don't fuck with other religions like that. Nope. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. It wasn't me. I just caught wind of it. So I look at her armor and I kind of scoff because Brody's not wearing any of that shit. I'm like, you look slow and fat. And I walk out. Those are fighting words. 
What time, Jacob? What time of the day is this? Where Where are we at? It's evening time. Yeah, it's late evening. It's probably eight o'clock. All right. So um, I, I'm, you can you can actually hear the uh, horde like outside, just fucking partying. They're like banging on drums. You can hear the animals like howling. They're like blowing whistles and shit, just making a ton of noise. A shitty clicking noise. Oh god, awful. All night long. Well, Miss Warrior, you need to get a good night's sleep. I think I'll get a drink. <laughs> no, I need to talk to you. Meet me back at uh, Dipshit's apartment. <laughs> talk to me How does the Witcher seduce? You're determined to fight this fight. Let's go discuss your strategy. I thought you'd be proud of me. I know that I know you wanted to fight her, but I thought you'd be happy. You putting your life on the line doesn't make me happy. So, Christy, uh, or Snow, it sounds like you're going to get, no matter what, wherever the conversation goes from here, you're going to go ahead and get to roll to seduce and manipulate. Okay. Because the way that works with PCs is then Aether is going to have to make a choice. And so before Aether does any more role-playing choices, I think you should get to put your the character to stick out there. Where is that? Why can't I find it? It's on the basic move. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yep. Too many sheets. Nine. Hot. Yeah, and we haven't done this yet, so um, when you try to seduce, manipulate, bluff, or fast talk or lie to someone, tell them what you want to do, give them reason, that's all the same stuff. Roll plus high. Um, for PCs, on a 10 plus, you get to do both, and on a 7 to 9, you have to choose one. If they go along with you, they mark experience, or if they refuse, erase one of their stat highlights for the remainder of the session. What they do is up to them. Okay, so I got a 10. When they do. No, what they do. So she doesn't get to control your actions at all, but basically, so on a 10 plus, she gets to both. Right. Give you an experience if you do what she wants you to do. Right. And if you don't do what she wants you to do, she can erase one of your stat highlights. So I got a 10. Yep. So, so you I get both. both. I really need you to come back to the cabin with me. This isn't like you. You have never willingly we spent more time with me in your life. That's not true. And Aether did try to take your place. And that was not really nice. You're trying to die. I I need some time with you before tomorrow. That's cold. This is weird and unlike you. And Frank? No, we just did this two days ago. That's not fair. Yeah, it's not that weird. That's not that weird. We've done this before. I don't feel oh, like that's true. You're her, you're her home, right? When I'm vulnerable and you want to die. I'll walk back with you. Okay, so for going back, you get uh, to mark experience. Woo-hoo! You guys have been marking your highlighted stats too, right? Oh, You've been yeah. taking XP for doing that? Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, you go back to Corbett's lodging. Uh, if I recall, Foster is there as well, but it's large enough that, you know, Foster's not conscious anyway. We pull the curtain. Foster's sort of <laughs> in and out of it. But there probably are some priestesses waiting outside. Like, yeah, um, so I only had um, four or five with me. There's going to be at least two guarding Foster. Excellent. Yeah. Which, so it's worth noting, I, I think this is a, a Maddie thing, and so we'll spend just a couple seconds on it. But I do think that um, your girls are probably recruiting girls, right? Uh, so you're down too, but the whole thing is that they come and go, right? Like that's, you're like a family, they come and go, and so probably they're recruiting girls. So it's not like you're nice. functionally, right? There are some new girls, they're going to have to get, you know, make their own bike or whatever all of that process is, but, you know, your girls currently are working to replace those two who are out. Yeah, I, I love that idea. Yeah, uh, because they are charismatic, 
And there's something about a big group of badass girls that would draw other uh, refugee girls in, right? And even if they yep. don't have a bike, we can always take you home. When you keep you keep the bikes, right? You know, you don't like throw them away. Yeah. No, we don't throw them away, but like, I don't know if we're like dragging them behind us either. You know what I mean? No, like, but you probably yeah. double up most of the time. So when you're able to have like extra bikes, you'd undouble up, you know, like. Uh, well, I take that back. We, I always keep forgetting that we brought those people with us because that was Snow's thing. Uh, we could have put the bikes in the back of the truck so we would have had them with us. Yeah. Yeah. And I said two. Are you down two? Are you down one? No, we're down one. Just Kira. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you killed Foster. <laughs> No, we didn't. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I may have to face, face some major repercussions about that later, but. <laughs> right. Drive it like you saw. Uh, but we can always, like, I'm all about seducing other young women away as well and taking them with us. Not even just part of the gang. Like, the Visage wasn't that far off. That's just what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Visage vis- has no fucking interest whatsoever, but. Right, but she was not incorrect the way she, like, described it. Yeah, cool. So you get you you get Aether back to Corbett's place. What do you guys do? I'm gonna let you lead. Yeah, that's fine. Look, tomorrow's gonna be awful, and hopefully we both make it out of there alive. But I'll do everything in my power that I can to keep you safe. I need you to promise me that you will do everything you can to stay safe. Of course, and you know how I am. I do know how you are. This is... This is really hard for me, letting this happen. I just, at the end of the day, I just... If I go out, I will have gone out for you. That's amazing. But right now, I just really kind of need to be with you. Okay. If you'd like, I would be open to sharing a bed, but not... We don't need to go into it. That's fine. Okay. I just, I just need to be with you. Okay. I understand that. Sure. So we, we fainted black on that intimate moment and we pass on. No, wait, because that's not my plan. No, no, no. no I was going to say, all right, okay, cool. So then what's your plan? So I start taking off my armor and I expect her to do the same. Please don't make me grossly ro- like role play that. No, no. <laughs> but the moment... The moment she's unarmored, I'm going to sucker her. Sure. You're going to hurt me? So I'm going to knock you out. You'll roll go aggro. You're going to state what you want, uh, but she doesn't have the option to... I just want to knock her she out. She doesn't have the option to... What is it? Do what you want. Yeah, so she can't um, to cave and do what you want. So either she uh, has to force her hand and suck it up, or one of the other things on the list. Scandalous. Aggro, right? Mm-hmm. Twelve. Oh my god. Twelve. Cool. So, yep, you're gonna deal harm to her. This is fucked up. So, what do you do? I uh, like is once her back's turned, I'm just gonna hit her in the back of the head. Sure. So, um, you're gonna Sorry, harm is established. How much? Uh, how much harm does your? So I hit her with my fist. I'm like karate chop to the back of the neck, and it's two. Yeah. But I I don't think that I would have been able to talk her out of it. No. Because my character is also a manipulative, talking kind of person, but I don't feel like Snow knows you enough that that would not have been the route. And the only course of action she feels at this moment is, I have to take it from you, and I feel like the least amount of damage I would do to you is to sucker punch you, literally. 
And if you want like the monkey to go crazy, if you want the monkey to go crazy, then that's when the priestesses bust in, they grab the monkey and fucking cinders just be like pinned to the ground. Better not hurt him. I swear to fucking God, I'll lose my shit. I wouldn't let them. That's up, that's up to the GM, right? I wouldn't let them. I will lose my shit. Like I said, there was no intention at all on Snow's part to hurt her. She just wanted to knock her out. And sure. I know that there's a ways that you can choke someone or punch somebody and not hurt them much. <laughs> well, and you can just straight deal uh, stun harm. So if you wanted to just like try to like choke her out, you could do that. It's just so vis- visual. Uh, you can I mean, just yeah. hit me because I'm going to think that's sexual. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like I said, I just... Erotic asphyxiation. It's a thing. Yeah, but I don't. I think that even like your whole thing was like not sex, though, right? So Snow doesn't take advantage of that, right? Yeah, right. no. She, I just knock her puncher. Sure. Um, so two points. Yeah. So two, and you're gonna make the harm move. Oh fuck! Yeah. Right. I'm trying to go low. Right. Yeah, you want to miss? Roll low. Ooh. Um. Ten. Ten. Uh, what? You're out and unconscious. Success. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I wanted. Yeah. She cracks you hard, and you're out of action, unconscious, trapped, incoherent, or panicked. Oh, great. Oh.